Hello, and welcome to the Course of History podcast. I'm going to take you on a journey back in time to the events, the people, and the times that changed our world forever, shaping the course of history. This is Episode 1, Native Americans. Native Americans or American Indians. You've probably heard these words before, but who are they? What do they have to do with the history of the United States? And how did they change the course of history? We can't start any history of the United States without first explaining who was actually in the United States to start before it became the country we know today. First of all, a note about how we refer to these groups of first Americans. I've always been taught, and maybe you have been too, that Native American is the correct way to refer to these groups of people. But based on my research, it turns out that there is really not a consensus on what is appropriate for them to be called. We will learn in a later episode that Indian was a term that was bestowed upon the native people because when Christopher Columbus arrived in the New World, he thought he had landed in India. Therefore, he called the natives there Indians. So, the word Indian was a mistake. However, since it has been the word that so many people have used for so long, it does not seem offensive to many indigenous people. It is used in many of the historical accounts, and many native people actually prefer American Indian to Native American. It depends who you ask what they prefer. Therefore, in this series, we will use both terms at times. Most of what we know about the Native Americans is what we have learned about once the Europeans arrived. This makes sense. We don't know a whole lot about them before European colonization because they didn't really have written records. So, how did they get there in the first place? Well, we don't exactly know the answer to that question, but historians and scientists do have theories about it. A theory is basically an idea we have about something, but it is not based on fact. It's an educated guess, but we can't prove it for sure. The main theory that scientists have come up with is that thousands of years ago, small bands of hunters walked across the Bering Land Bridge that connected Western Siberia, which is part of Russia, and Western Alaska. Over time, they eventually spread out all across North and South America. There are also other theories that say that maybe these people did not only come by foot, but also by boat, traveling along the Pacific coast of the country. Another theory is that there were multiple migrations from different groups and at different times, not just one across the Bering Land Bridge. Some of these theories are based on actual archeological evidence, which means they have been able to dig up artifacts that these people once used. Pretty cool. Once again, these are all theories, which means no one knows for sure. But it is fun to think about how the Native Americans really got here. What do you think? If you are able to access a map of the United States at this time, it might be very helpful to see where a lot of these groups lived that I'm going to be talking about. Over hundreds, or maybe even a thousand years, these groups of people spread out all over North and South America. They began to develop their own cultures or ways of life, their own ways to make or hunt food, even their own religion and languages. 
Based on where they lived, these tribes became very different from one another. Think about it. If one tribe lived in Florida, which is warm year-round, would they need to wear as much clothing as a tribe that lived in Alaska, where it is cold and snowy most of the year? No, of course they wouldn't. Tribes down south might not wear many clothes at all, while the tribes in the northern part of the country would wear thick animal furs to survive in the snowy cold. All of these groups adapted to where they lived and to what the land provided for them. For example, the Inuit and the Aleut in Alaska, Canada, and Greenland, they hunted seals, polar bears, and fished in the frozen waters. They lived in dome-shaped houses, or igloos, made out of sod, timber, and even ice. They also used dog sleds to get around. In the northeastern part of the United States, where there were many trees, the two main groups, the Iroquois and Algonquian, could build permanent houses out of the wood and were able to fish in the ocean and plant crops such as corn, beans, and other vegetables as their way of life. There were also many other tribes within these two main groups. Going straight south of the northeast region is the southeast region of the U.S. This was a humid, fertile farming region. It was perfect for growing crops, and that is exactly what tribes such as the Cherokee, Chickasaw, Choctaw, Creek, and Seminole did. They were expert farmers and grew maize, beans, squash, tobacco, and sunflower. They also lived in established villages. In the Great Plains, or the middle of the country, there were not many trees at all, so building permanent houses would have been a lot harder because they didn't have the material for it. Also, the land was not as suitable for farming as other places. Groups like the Crow, Lakota, Cheyenne, Comanche, and Arapaho hunted the great herds of bison roaming through the land. They were nomadic people, or people that would move around constantly. These groups lived in teepees, which were cone-shaped homes made of animal skins that could easily be taken down and moved whenever they needed to similar to the tents we would use today while camping. Tribes such as the Hopi, the Zuni, the Yaqui, and the Yuma lived in the southwestern region, in present-day Arizona and New Mexico. These groups, they lived in permanent settlements known as pueblos, made out of stone and adobe. You can still see some of these amazing pueblo buildings in parts of the southwest today. Because of their permanent residence, they were also farmers, growing crops such as corn, beans, and squash. All of the southwestern tribes were not farmers, though. Some were more nomadic, like the Great Plains tribes. Two of these groups were the Navajo and the Apache. They used horses to hunt, gather, and raid or steal crops from the more established farming tribes. As we travel north of the southwest region, we get into the states of Nevada and Utah and into a region called the Great Basin. This was a barren wasteland of deserts and salt flats. It was a very hard place to survive. Some of the tribes that lived here were the Ute, the Paiute, and the Bannock. They also moved around constantly foraging for roots, seeds, and nuts, and hunting lizards, snakes, and small mammals. Because of their constant movement, they lived in easy-to-build homes made of willow poles or saplings, leaves, and brush. 
probably whatever they could find around them at the time. Our last region we are going to talk about is the Northwest region. The Pacific Ocean and nearby rivers provided pretty much everything that the Native American groups that lived here needed. They fished and hunted for salmon, whales, seals, sea otters, and fish and shellfish of all kinds. Because of the vast abundance the ocean provided for them, groups such as the Tlingit, Panutian Chinook, and the Coos, just to name a few, did not need to move around, but instead built permanent villages. So, you can see that throughout each region of the United States lived many different groups of Native Americans. In each region, I only mentioned a few groups, but there were hundreds more that I did not. In fact, there are 574 federally recognized tribes in the United States still today. Even though we refer to them collectively as Native Americans and American Indians at times, I want you to always remember that this was a vast group of different groups of people with very different cultures, religions, languages, societies, and ways of life. Native Americans are connected to almost every part of American history, so we will be talking a lot more about them as we take this journey back in time to discover the course of history. This has been Episode 1, Native Americans for the Course of History. Thanks for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and tell your friends. If you are interested in learning more about Native American culture, I encourage you to go read as much as you can about all of the different groups and amazing people that have impacted American history. There are recommended books for children as well as adults in the show notes. Thanks for listening.